So I don't know what just happened, but I might have deleted a two-hour podcast with Jay Moody tonight. Um, we were talking about a lot of shit that has nothing to do with anything. I mean, this is the Remembering to Forget Something About Nothing podcast in Lake Charles, Louisiana that has nothing to do with anything because it's all stupid and irrelevant. But <laughs> it's really a pain in the ass whenever you give two hours worth of <coughs> drinking a bottle of Maker's Mark and then a bottle of Japanese bourbon. Scotch. Scotch. And then, um, and then learning marijuana all marijuana. And all yeah. we did like conspiracy theories. Yeah, we talked about like a, like all a really the things. Weird. My my the last couple of life, months of my life that was. Yeah, weird. I mean, you went all deep. We cry. You cried a little. I had to yeah, hold you. Man. It was man. Um, you learned Actually, about. Yeah, we did go pretty deep. You, you learned about shit. you learned about Julia. Julia. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Julia. All right, Good morning, I mean, Julia. We can hope this doesn't scare you. We can discuss that a little bit. I mean, I so Tom. This so fucking weird. Tom's like actually like, he, I like Tom Segura because he's not like a beta beta, right? But he could also just like ask intelligent questions that are understanding. You know, <laughs> he's not like being a pussy by going like, all right, well, what was that like? You know? Yeah. He does that very well. <clears throat> and he doesn't like coax and an answer out of somebody. He should interview people. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, the format I, of their podcast, I like him and his wife. Yeah, because yeah. um, they tell stories too. They sell stories at one hundred. Uh, I like when they go full throttle. Full throttle. Full throttle. One hundred three. So like, uh, no, but they like give different perspectives on the same stories. Right. And it's like uh, theirs are very accurate, which I mean to me, you know, theirs are they don't differ that much. It was really fun to hear like two. Married people talk that way, even though they're comedians, you know. Like they're, they're yeah, the their relationship they is stories, interesting. Like, they'll shoot each other real quick. Yeah, and that's like that's kind of cool. That's always the, like I've never enjoyed that in relationships. Like sometimes, like you can't really make fun of your girl, <laughs> and it sucks because they get mad. Yeah, sometimes. Well, if, if you could roast your girl like you roasted your boys, you'd find the perfect woman. Yeah, I agree. But then you'd probably like if just she had everything else you like in a woman, but you could just be like. She's got everything I like in a woman but that dick. Yeah, we're like, girl, girl, <laughs> don't wear that dress. Your ass looks like a barber chair. You know? Yeah. Well, stuff like that. And she would roast you, and you figured that that would be dope as fuck. She'd be like, oh, my ass may look bad, but you come fast. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Are you going to paper the cut the edges with your dick? Yeah. Like shit like that. <laughs> like if she could come with stuff like that, then, yeah, it would be perfect, man. A, so, a like, girlfriend that will roast you? Man, what's the most embarrassing thing you've done uh, for a woman? Like, like, like this guy, this high Julia guy, wrote this. He uh, didn't write this. He just did this video. I mean, we could we could just play it real quick. Uh, we could play the high. I, I can think of two times. One time there was I. Something. I mean, I consider embarrassing. She really liked daisies. Yeah. So like, oh, uh, we went on a date, and I I bought her like a uh, the seed daisy seeds. Yeah. And I was like, that man, that was kind of cheesy. Not, so this guy. And then, uh, <coughs> I mean, I think I feel like I have a couple. Yeah. And then another time I like, uh, he told this girl she was like the moon and the sun. That was pretty lame. Ooh, that is pretty bad. Yeah. She stabbed me. Oh, yeah. Not that night. <laughs> Recently after. Yeah. Um, a screwdriver. Dude, that doesn't go in your body that really. No, I have a scar. You want to see? see that dot? Bleh. Right there. 
What does it? it mean whenever rap when stars flathead screwdriver? Whenever rap stars say stuff about dot dots, what are they talking about? I don't know, man. Because I hear some people talking about dot 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 in rap songs. My hand might be like a stabbing. <laughs> right. That's what my chest looks like. So yeah, I can imagine. Man, I've like been down like the whole spectrum of romanticism, you know. And no point like trying to be romantic. That I do with this, sh- this fucking Good Morning Julia. Oh yeah, let's just play that so 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 people can hear. Yeah, so I've only been like regular romantic. It got stabbed. This I is start doing this crazy banana shit like him. He looks like he's never been stabbed. Before. Oh my god, do you want to hear? Here, okay, he's never on. been stabbed since, once since you've heard. I was heard, being normal. Got stabbed. So since since you've heard Good Morning Julia, we're gonna do uh, the these are this is what my wife said to me as our wedding vows. Um, oh man, oh, oh man, hold on. Let's see if it comes up properly. So there's a video that Tosh put on um, his. Show that was of uh, this one. Yeah, there we go. I thought we had to like refine the momentum of the podcast we did before. No, I mean, no, this is easy. This is fine. So this is what my... I just don't want it to be too late for you, bro. Oh, yeah, whatever. This is what the... Uh, this is literally the, the words that my wife told to me when we got married. Whenever it was like the vows, this yeah. is what my vows were from Sarah to me. Because of this video? It was this literal... It was these literal words. Like, she watched this video and wrote down every word to this. Did y'all watch this video together and laugh at it? Yes. Before oh, this. That's romantic. See, that's romantic. So, that's listen. Like, li- what I think is romantic because that's funny. She didn't yeah. make you laugh. She read the entire... This is a minute and 41 seconds, and she read the entire script of this. But, see, the thing is, like, that would, that would make you more comfortable. Oh, yeah. I was dying. laughed at. I was dying. Now you, get, you, now you get to laugh instead of being in front of, like, some of your, your closest people. Yeah. Saying, like, important shit. No. I now said you important get to laugh shit. At this. Yeah, yeah. I and said she did this other stuff. Yeah. She took all the pressure off you. No, no. I went first though. I know she took all the pressure off you. No. We I started felt... doing this, and then you started laughing. Yeah. And then she started laughing. I imagine. Yeah. And then people started laughing. She took all the pressure on you. That's the nicest thing she could have done. Yeah. Listen, listen. That's dope as fuck. Hi, baby girl. <laughs> she called <laughs> you baby girl. Okay, I promise. I forgive you. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Everything's gonna be okay. How did you get I this footage you. of young Hey Julia guy? I love you so much. Oops. I love you more than there are grains of sand on every beach of every planet, of every galaxy of the universe. And I, I need you in my life. Dude, his 13 I need you more than wet as fuck. Humans need water and food this is to like survive. Some- this is like the best hot topic poetry. I'm so glad I didn't have YouTube when I was younger. This is like some then, real hot topic poetry, son. Home Depot means to Mr. Logerado. <laughs> <laughs> you mean more to me than just anything. You mean more to me than... More than no. Golden Depot. diamonds. You mean more to me than golden diamonds, my wife told me. To the greediest burglar. To the greediest burglar. And... You're just the most perfect, most beautiful girl in all of the world. She said I was the most beautiful girl and in the world. I love you so much. Man. I hope you enjoy watching this baby girl. <laughs> See you. It's cool tomorrow, baby girl. <laughs> 
He kept calling me baby recap. girl. I want. Can we do like a recap of your wedding with Sarah here? <laughs> like a, a renewal of our I vows. Know, yeah, I want like a play by play. Oh, dude, we. Yeah, it would have been interesting for you to because be you there. Because you guys are always like, you're doing fun shit. Uh, I mean, always, but like, I can only imagine y'all's wedding because neither one. I we talked about this before. Y'all didn't do like the whole like paperwork. No, we're not married legally in Louisiana. But yeah, because that's been my thing. Like I've talked about that for a while. Like I would absolutely give a girl a ceremony and a dress and shit. Like, but I ain't selling that dumbass paperwork. I mean, but however it works out. But it's like like, I don't want to do that. And you guys did that, and it just shows how much y'all like. You're on. I feel like I'm on the same page with y'all on a lot of stuff. (laughs) Y'all don't take a lot of shit seriously. No, man. No, not at all. It's one of my favorite things about y'all. Cause yeah. like you, like I've seen y'all like have moments, whereas I'm just like, God, I don't know. I wish I wish I hadn't came here for this. <laughs> or like, why are we walking down here? I just want to go home now. Yeah. Uh, you know, like oh, no. we were starting. You know, we we're like in the process of getting a business together. Yeah. So I've seen like y'all both y'all at each other enough to where y'all was like, oh, that's weird. But I've also seen like the shit y'all do for each other, and it's fucking stupid, silly how much better the shit y'all do for each other than like ten minutes of awkward moments. And I don't see that with a lot of relationships. Uh, this is my well, third I've seen marriage, when, like, people man. Get, like, like awkward relation, like whenever like I was at somebody's barbecue earlier, and like the chick was like riding his ass about everything. And she's I like, come watch these fucking utensils. You watch? And I was like, oh god, damn, yeah, I'm I, actually gonna go. I used to have that. That's how w- I've been thinking about a lot about that though. What you said that one time, like you want to be spoken to, you speak to people how you want to be I, spoken to, and you yeah. expect them to speak to you how you want to be spoken to. Yeah, I won't. Sp- yeah, man. Like about I that won't a lot. Like since that podcast, I won't let people talk to me in a way that makes me hate them. Like even if I do hate you, like if I hate you, I'm not gonna make you, or I'm not gonna let you continue to talk to me in a way that makes me hate you more. So I'm just gonna be like, stop. Because what you're doing makes me hate you, and I want to murder you, and I would rather not feel that way. So stop it. <laughs> but also, like another thing that I like is like you're a guy that will say stuff just like that. And like I was talking about earlier, like with the steroids stuff, like you'll be like, you'll say it just like that, intelligently. Let the guy, the other person, the other party know, like, hey, stop. I don't like what you're doing. Clearly, you don't like what I'm doing. Let's stop doing this. But the way you worded. Also lets people know, like, but if you want to get it, you will. Yeah. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite things. You say everything intelligently, but there's either a look or something involved that goes like, "Hey, I just said this. This is very adult to me. I just I don't I, like being spoken to like that. No. As would you not? So let's not do that. Go away. But also at the same time, if you stick around here, keep doing that shit." We'll find out what's up. I'm gonna walk it like a target. Yeah. <laughs> walk it like a target. See, no, I, don't, I mean I don't like that. I oh I, I don't I think I'm it, like weirdly amazed by guys that don't have like some of that in their personality. I've know? been like I feel oh. like even Alan at some point if he has to like say like hey stop 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 for me that he's was, gonna like cream somebody you know or me, try to. But I, have you ever met dudes you knew would never ever ever. They would always be like, I don't want to make this physical. Or they would just be like, try, like, call the cops or something like that. Oh, yeah, man. Like, how do you feel around those dudes? I don't. I don't. I get away from them because they're fucking little bitches. I get mad. Yeah, no. I've been around them because, like, you know them as soon as you meet them. Yeah. Because it's it's like that super cuck shit. Greg Farnham. Yeah, like some fucking, like, uh, like Skyler or Chad. Some fucking cuck shit. Yeah, man. And then you have to sit there and listen to them talk about 
an opinion that they should not have without a vagina. And you're like, oh, man. I can choke you to death. Yeah, right. And here, I don't ever want you in anything I make decisions in. <laughs> or any decisions that affect me. You know what I'm talking about? Those dudes. I fucking... I would rather hang with Allens that are nice guys until they have to fucking not be than dudes that are just fake nice guys. Yo, yeah, man, I don't like, yeah, uh, fake people is what upsets me the most. I don't have time for that. There's, there's no reason. That was like a long way, like a long story of like how I've been really thinking about what you said. Like, I talk to people how I want to be spoken to and I expect them to do the same to me. Well, it, 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 it's 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 slightly different. It's it's well, no, like, the way I word it. That, like, the way that's... I word it's on purpose. Like I I speak to people the way I want to be spoken to, which isn't always the way people want to be spoken to. I'm just saying that I speak to you the way I want to be spoken to. I yeah. want to be spoken to directly and clearly. So I'm going to speak to you directly and clearly. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't work for a lot of people. A lot of people do not like that. But also the like from like little practices I've I had in it since I heard you say that, I realized like that's one of those things like. Uh, that could change your whole life. It does. It changes your whole life. People li- that will, aren't willing to look you in the eye and say, "Shit." Yeah, it's, yeah, because you look and at them and you go, "Cutting low hanging fruit." Yeah, because you look at them and you go, "Say something." No, then what? shut up, and then exactly. you just carry on. And you're like, "Exactly." Carry on. And they're not, you know, and they're not going to bring it back up. Nope. And if my, yeah, if it bothers you enough to say something, say something. If it doesn't, get well, out of my face. The thing was like with the steroids, I would do things like that, but I had never just word it straight up. That's where I was like, this is what's going to happen. Now, I, would only, I would allow it to continue until the thing that would inevitably happen would happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't and get I me... like the idea of just saying that ahead of time. Like, look, my dude, I'm not joking. Now, don't get me wrong. And this is not a negotiation. When... Get the fuck out of here or leave us alone or whatever. Or, you know, even saying the opposite where I'm like, hey, man, you're my friend. I don't want to, you know, you're just owning it that, it. that aggressive style of telling the truth. I don't, I don't want to get it misunderstood that I... Am not willing to hear feedback. If I say, if I, if I get, well, you're not empathetic. That's not what I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. What I mean, what I I mean is, I said it the best at the end. The extreme willingness to tell the truth. Oh, I like to preface it with, not only like I have the, I have the security in myself and the bravery to say what's on my mind, and I also have the bravery to be willing to hear your rebuttal. Yes, because I could be wrong. I could be completely out of bounds, and me saying to yeah, you. Yeah, but once somebody tells you that, you you look at it that right, way, and you go, right. "Oh, okay." Uh, yeah, I'm I'm I am willing to if like say say I believe you're willing to preach your perspective, but at the same time willing to accept the fact that you might be wrong about it. Right, because if I'm out of bounds, like if you're I tell you if I tell you to fuck, I'm like, if I'm like, "Hey, man, fucking stop that! That's bullshit! I hate you! I'll kill you!" And you're like, "Whoa, this!" And I'm totally out of the, yeah. I, oh my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was totally missing. I was out of line. That's the. I think, I've been trying I feel to like, apply that though lately because you said that, and that's all this like came, Cam Haynes thing with fucking David Gobbin or whatever that fucking dude is. Goggins. Goggins. And I don't like just him. like running and shooting bows and arrows. Dude, this dude was hitting shit like on the bullseye at sixty yards. I, day two. I don't care about that. Go- like the 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 Wilco. Dude. I like the way. No, I like the way he words stuff. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah, he words stuff a lot like you. But then he, he gets more, like, dry about it. Some people... He doesn't have the, like, um... He's very intelligent, but it's very... It's at this one level. He's incredibly articulate looking at this very simple thing. 
Yeah. You're very similar in ways of like you expand past that and like enjoying arts and stuff like that. You're not as cut and dry. So like whenever he says stuff, it reminds me a lot like you because it's like, no, we're gonna get done. We're gonna do this. This is what we're doing. That's because that's what you do. You're supposed to do that. It reminds me of you, but he's it's, his is about like just like running. Oh, eating. It's superficial. Yeah. No, it's just like the basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Your stuff is like the basic stuff, but more of like lifestyle stuff behind it too. It's like, tell the truth. It's the right thing. His is like, yeah, work, work hard. And yours is like, yeah, it is too, but also don't be a piece of, you know, you're just like, you can't just go about it anyway just in, for the sake of working hard. Right. Yeah. I, I want to, yeah, I want to enjoy experience. And that Wilco guy that he had on Earth, that seal. That's on Instagram taking pictures of the watch every morning at four thirty in the morning. Oh no, that's Jocko Willings. Jocko, yeah. So I, I oh, he's like a he's a, he's a co- corporate shill for sure. Yeah, I I got on his Instagram and was like, you obviously never do anything at night. You can't. If you wake up at four thirty in the morning to work out every morning, you never stay up past midnight. You yeah. you can't. You you can't. You can't so, like once. Yeah, but like in a blue every, moon. yeah, yeah. Every morning though, on his Instagrams, boom, four thirty, boom, four thirty. What are you doing? Boom, four thirty. And it's like it's I'm like, living. And he said I'm something living. Like, get something, get something. I was like, no, yes. I don't do this like CrossFit shit like you. I actually rest for nine hours. Yeah. To let my body recover, so I can you know have the growth and functionality that I want. I mean, there's a standard of living that I want to enjoy. Well, it's not only just like standard of living, but it's also like if you get into extremes, on yeah. the opposite end, like. Fitness people that are way right. more in shape than him. Yep. What he's doing is unrealistic, as far as. Well, Cameron what Haynes they do. running those marathons. Yeah, he sleeps nine hours a night unless yeah. he's in a marathon mode. It's ridiculous. That dude goes to bed. He wakes up at like six thirty in the morning, and goes to bed at like seven in the afternoon. You know, when he doesn't have to do something. Yeah. Right. What that's, uh? That's what incredibly... keeps you? What keeps you from being? Do you? What keeps you from being more of a promoter, or not a promoter, but like a, a an event coordinator for stuff? Talking about comedy? No, just for anything, like all, like. I mean, I do stuff at Beagle. Yeah, I know, but what do you? I'm curious on like what your end game is. Is it Beagle? No, or is it no, 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 no. like yeah, no, just like, are you gonna stay in this? Like, cause I'm not staying in the city. Like the city's no, no, the no, city's no. too I have, small. Uh, I do have things on the horizon that are uh, within the next three or four months. I'm probably in Colorado. Nice. Uh, it's just because um, uh, I kind of got a new position with like a ergonomic systems company. Nice. I'm like there. Oh, you're company. going corporate? Uh, no, it's actually private. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, when did uh, how did you find out about a literal job? Well, I was actually part of uh, the, the idea farm that led to it. Uh, it was a friend of mine who has, he's ridiculously intelligent. He's, he's developing systems that are going to change a lot of things. Nice. Like a little startup? Yes. Cool. But he's already worked. We like we were very, like when we first met about it, like being very um, cognitive about like the steps they're in. Mm-hmm. And if we outsource them, um, that's a huge Man. amount of money. Yep. You can outsource research. Yeah, yeah, you can. I've research been... is like very easy. That's what most things do. And we didn't want to do that. We wanted to do it on our own to make sure that whatever it was we were selling mm-hmm. worked exactly how we said it was. So what kind of product or service is this going to render? Um, 
I don't be too in depth. Okay, that's We're fine. Still going through the right. paperwork system. Build, yeah, yeah. But it's um, a completely automated indoor agricultural system. Oh, nice, nice. So like for grow facilities and whatnot. Strawberries, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All of it. Nice, cool. You, we have a system that we've developed that you could grow whatever you wanted within parameters mm -hmm. based on the system in a vacuum. Nice. That's interesting. So, colonization of Mars, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah, you can't do some shit like that here in Lake Charles. You would have to fucking move. This city... Oh, no, you don't. You can, you can definitely test the system right here in Lake Charles. Oh, I meant for like... Oh, to sell it? Yeah. I mean, you can. It would just... It just depends on, on, on a... This is the thing. The best part about like a, a contained grow up means like... Um, what do you want to use it for? For any plant that you need to um, oppose seasons. So, like, if, if this doesn't grow this time of the year, but it's detrimental to mm -hmm. life for any country as a way, and then something happens that they can't control. When I, did want you, to be, I want to be able to mitigate those. When did you get interested in something like this? Uh, it's this seems a like time. a pretty d big departure from what you've been doing for the past like few years. Well, I'm, I'm actually uh, very big on like uh, cultivation. Uh, I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying like you seem more into the entertainment side of culture. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, uh, everybody like, man, if you don't have like three or four goals at one time. Right. That's silly. So like, I've yeah, I want to do comedy and I want to do like podcasting, but also at the same time, I have things <laughs> that I, uh, you know, my agenda. Yeah. Aim stores. Cool. And that's it. And then, yeah, a lot of, uh, I guess, that market would be aimed towards cannabis. Mm -hmm. Especially in places like Canada, where they don't have, the growing season is not long. No. And that's why I have a nationwide shortage. But nobody's um, industrialized that system yet. That sounds We awesome. already have. Yeah. We've copyrighted it. So. What, um, at what point did you come to terms with the idea of having to move um, or like knowing that you like because I feel like this city just like I know, I know swallows cheap, people I know how cheap uh, plane tickets can talk, cost so yeah. like, I know I could just go like 150 bucks yeah, man. So you're well, enough in advance and you just go with the right airline you do can you, go wherever in the United States for like 150 bucks do you find it odd that people live in this city Living paycheck to paycheck, but refuse to move to a city that they'd enjoy more to live paycheck to paycheck. I um kind of don't even understand paycheck to paycheck because I've been there. And it's like I know so many people that like make money, like money, and then the next day once they have like Gone. any free time, they're just spending. Gone. Money. Yeah. So like, paycheck to paycheck is, do I got I can live off of like a hundred dollars a week. I've set it up that way on purpose. Well, well, everybody can, but it's just, are you willing to? Like, are, are you willing to give in That's to the minimum, sacrifice? Like the minimum, that would, I would just be like inside of shelter and having food and stuff. Yeah. But like, uh, for me, like $700 a month, I'm like, all bills pays extra. Right. And like, the way I work stuff is like $700 a week. So I'm really, really good without a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what what I mean is, like, 
I've met people in this city that bitch and complain about how shitty the city are. This they don't do anything to change. And then nothing. They do nothing to change. They work at like restaurants or bars and they live in apartments that they are like six month leases at a time and they're like bitching and complaining about everything but they, they oh, just I stay you, here. I thought you meant like how could, you know. Oh. You do things you want to in Lake Charles. Oh God, man. You know, I do know what you're talking about. Like, this is the thing is like, like from owning the Beagle, I've learned like, I can bring whatever act I want here. Like, within a certain a certain budget. Right. But there's always going to be, like, this group of people, no matter what, regardless of, like, say that the same band that played at the Beagle played in Austin. People from Lake Charles, instead of repping where they're from and, and getting the entertainment where they're from, they would go to the Austin show and, like, Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. They were in Austin at that show then rep the fact that the same band was at the Beagle. I hear I feel like this happened recently and you're bitter about this it. This has happened like <laughs> Yeah, 20, no. I was like just get on Facebook it's like right. 20 times. Dude, dude. It's like this Japanese like metal band or this your, your, folk band or something and then like the next day they Austin it's like people that are from here like the next day I'll see you on Instagram that they were at a show in Austin with the same band that played the Beagle right here in Lake Charles. And that was the same case with Luna Live and everybody. Like, if there were there were times where like decent bands would play at Luna Live, and then like the next night they would be in New Orleans, and you would see people from like Charles just post all these pictures for them go to see that band in New Orleans, despite the fact that these people from Lake Charles and that band played two days before that in Lake Charles. Do you think and the you mo- saw nothing? But now they're in New Orleans, so they got to travel. Do you and think say that, they were in New Orleans? Do you think that venue marketed more? No, I think those people, like, they understood the attention they would get from saying they wouldn't did it at this place in this mm. time. Instead of having And they an still internet. want those things in the town that they're from, but they won't go and support it. And then when it happens over here, they're like, oh, I was still there. Yeah, I think what contributes to that is how far away we are from other cities. I think if we were closer... We're, no, we're like, right in the middle of a triangle. That's what I mean. Like, we're an hour away from anything. Like, if we were... Say Beaumont. We're an hour closer to everything. No, no, no. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, imagine Wait. if Lafayette, Beaumont. Hold on. That might be a black mountain. Yeah, that is. That, yeah, that I, is. I wouldn't have wanted that. Yeah, imagine if Lafayette, Beaumont, Houston, New Orleans, and all that were all within 30 minutes. Or if those places started like a coalition. Yeah. Like, hey, man, if you're here for this much, you're here for everywhere this much. Or like, even if, like, Charles. Like, all the bars from, like, Charles got together and said, hey, look, like, on Friday and Saturday night, if you buy, you pay cover at one place and get this band, you can go to any of these places and get it for free. No matter what they're doing. We'll all start this at 5 p.m. It's very early on Friday and Saturday. You just show up, get that $5 with your ID, Get the band. How do you and think, then you could go anywhere in Lake Charles. How do you think you get the people to, to give a shit? Cover. Huh? How do you get the people to give a shit? Well, the bar people, the people that own like places of entertainment, need to get together and sit down, and like we all need to understand, like, all right, the the alcohol. But part, that's the problem, the right? Part and all the like the sales. That's like the, your real income. Oh no, I mean, but let's all like say what we what are we gonna seats. do? Do we want to make Lake Charles like a place to where we can develop? Through different size venues, a music scene that will become part of the economy. Yeah. Because it has to get to that point where the whole scene is a scene. Mm-hmm. 
and it's enough to generate revenue. But that would involve all the venues getting together and saying, like, hey, this is the air, the direction we're going in. I agree. Yeah, usually, I mean, always working collectively towards a common goal is better than individuals working towards individual goals. I understand. Um, I do. When you have the people like we were talking about. Right, exactly. That's what I was asking you. How do you get people to give a shit? Obviously, they have to go to the ones that are smart enough to, like, more care about the bottom dollar than, like, what's happening at that exact moment. Mm -hmm. But then you also have these people that are just there to make a dime, and they'll be, like, these outliers. But when the rest of the systems get better, they'll have they'll eventually come up and catch up. Nothing will happen. But at the same time, like if they would have play, played their part, the whole thing would be even better than it was. Man, the weather's so sketchy too. That I feel like that is like whenever we have those big block parties and stuff downtown. Oh yeah. Like it's a gamble. It's such a gamble to like whenever um, Sloppy's downtown through that outdoor thing. And it rained the day, uh, the, either the next day or the day before. And uh, Pizza Fest. Yeah, they threw Pizza Fest, and it was great. It, it was a big, big turnout. But like the day before and the day after, or the day, within twelve hours of it, there was a torrential downpour, and yes. it was. It's so this this environment is just not hospitable for outdoor entertainment. We just have to go inside that bar. Yeah. Yeah. I guess bad investments is what it kind of boils down to in mismanagement of time and effort. Well, it's also like kind of deciding uh, what you are for that thing. Yeah. Your it's niche. A, it's like a place in Lake Charles open up as a comedy club. That's what they would aim towards. Yeah. But Lake Charles is seen it, so it's probably like if you're not part of all the scenes, you're not part of any of them. You can't really be esoteric and find this one genre thing. So we're yeah. gonna find like metal clubs, hip hop clubs, right, 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 indie clubs, comedy How, clubs. Uh, Everything has to be kind of some of all of it, and you really have to gamble the dice on like what they are that night. Kind of times like some people want to see comedy on Monday. We've had those nights, yeah, and then we've also had nights where there was nobody there, and then we found out it was like a, a rock band or something at a Rick and Jackson. People were there for that. Yeah, if the if the community communicated, that would be in, that would be more convenient. What? How many sets a week do you feel would be perfect for you to develop? I would say three. Me? Yeah, for me, I would say three sets a week. Like every day a week, or the whole week? The whole week, three sets. Oh, and I would say for me, um, seven days a week. Oh, okay. Well, then there's a okay. Then what we're describing is different. Then, what I mean is like hobby, but yeah. If I was trying to be a professional, sure, I would want to do multiple <laughs> sets a night, like multiple nights a week. Why would you do? Why would you do anything if you weren't gonna like try to be the best at it? Oh, I mean, because the the energy. Just try it. Uh, yeah, because the like the experience itself is different than. The, the, the glory of the wins. Because, like, I've competed uh, in a grappling competition, and I didn't care if I won. I just wanted to compete. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I, I meddled, but it was just because there was just two of us. And, and I like, beat, yeah. 
Yeah, like, because I, I don't need to necessarily get knocked the fuck out to understand what it's like to be in a fist fight. Um, my buddy that trains with me needs to. Like, he's the kind of person that's like, I want to push myself to the point to where I... Like, he's like, I want to see how far I can go. And and that's further than I'm willing to go. Yeah. Physically. Yeah, I don't find it... Nece- like I said, I don't find it necessarily to, like literally get choked unconscious to to know that i've been bested <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't look at the thing i get like like the comedy thing mm-hmm. that's something i'm like it's the one thing that i know that doesn't do any harm that i like crave and will probably try to do in some form if- for Ever. If you feel that way about it, why don't you just devote all the energy towards that? I, I should. Yeah, what it's I feel like be, I should. What are you doing? Like, you like talk me into it right now. Like, I mean, well, I mean, but think so for real though. Like, I, I kind of asked you earlier during the podcast part where we lost it, but like, what, like, what do you have any long-term goals or like? And you said you only need to make like seven hundred a month to not fucking go to jail, right? Yeah, or be hung. Or yeah, right. So, why are you doing that in Lake Charles? Like, what do you have here that holds you here? I have, I have a daughter here. I would still move. Like, uh, I guess I don't have anything here. You're right. I mean, I understand the fear of change would do something about it, but I've no, I like sh- I should totally do it. You're right. Because okay, for, okay, so so my my stepfather told me something right before I joined the Navy, and he said, "What's five years to the rest of your life?" And that made me decide that I'm going to, I would try anything if it only would last like five years and say for me, <clears throat> I was talking to my wife about this cause I want to move soon within the next, I want to try to retire within the next five to six years, which puts me at 38 and which means what I would retire at the same age I would have whenever I retired from the Navy, um, which would be like my personal awesome goal. But even if we failed, like even if we moved and failed, all failure means is we come back here and we just run this dry cleaner some more. It doesn't mean that like we're homeless. We, we have nothing. We're going to possibly have to like prostitute, yeah, prostitute me. It's and, still pretty, pretty good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like we can't buy extra guacamole. Maybe is the worst that'll fucking happen. So like, yeah, for you, I very much encourage you and ET and Alan to devote your talents to not, selling out and just trying to go through the motions and like yeah what's five years the rest of your life i'm actually you're very right like if there's nothing holding you here and if you left and failed and came back you would be welcomed then what's the point of not leaving and trying i don't know right i'm gonna leave now i mean don't leave right now (laughs) but no like have you thought about like where would you go like because for me it'd be denver denver would be the place because it's as relaxed as i said it was and it's as serious as i said it was okay colorado for sure yeah because like when i was there over the weekend they had comics that were doing free shows but they were they were so funny they were they weren't i don't think they were pleased at how much i was laughing at them they thought I was fucking with them. 
because I was enjoying them so much. And one of them stopped their act and were like, hey, man, what's your deal? And I was like, I'm, I just really appreciate you. And <laughs> please carry on. It's funny. Uh, I like it. But yeah, I mean, I everybody has control over their environment. Everybody has control over like what happens around them and to them. So I always feel like if you're uncomfortable, just change it, change it to where you're comfortable. Like there's no reason to suffer for no reason. <laughs> like there's no, like uh, unnecessary suffering is unnecessary. I, I don't know how really else to articulate it. Um, if you don't enjoy your surroundings, like you don't live, you're not, you're not on this earth long enough to tolerate being uncomfortable and I mean if they can have this huge caravan of migrants traveling from Central America all the way to the United States to look for a better life then you could probably quit your job and move from whatever city or state that you live in to enjoy your life better um, I don't know I, I, I left this city when I, when I was 17 years old in 2003 to join the Navy for 10 years. I've been Wait, back since 2013. You joined the Navy in 17? Yeah. Well, yeah, my parents helped. Um, well, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, they kind of signed you over to Uncle Sam. Okay. It's kind of really morbid now that I think about it. Yeah, it's kind of But yeah, so I lived, I was conscious of what Lake Charles was as a city, I guess, from like 14, 15 to 17. And I was so glad to leave. And then I came back in 2013 because of just relationship stuff and like promises to women and marriages. And um, I thought I was getting what I wanted. Then I, I'm here and this is, I don't, I left for a reason. It's for me, everybody around here feels like crabs in a bucket and they're all pissed off at their current situation and they don't want to, they don't want to support anyone. They'd rather talk shit on everybody and make you suffer because it makes them not feel lonely in their suffering. It's sad that that's accurate. No, I was very. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, man, because like I said, I, I, I re-listened to the podcast I had with you and Alan the other day, and I feel like I, I was really aggressive whenever I was telling you how good y'all were and how like much y'all don't really take yourself seriously. And I think it's because there's not a lot of people that speak to you that way here. And that, like, cause, like I said, if I was funny, I would want someone to tell me I was funny. Or if I was strong or like talented or, you know, whatever, I would want someone to tell me so I wouldn't waste that. And yeah, like. That's fair. There's, yeah, there's. Because all we do really is roast each other. Right. And like, the, like some people roast, you know, in a way to make others feel better. And some people roast in a way to make them like, I'm not going to name names, but I would say the majority of the humans that I've been around that roast each other are trying to just make you feel as bad as they feel about themselves. But like, yeah, I keep people close to me that are positive and I get rid of people that are negative because it's a, they're, they're a waste of time. Because then it doesn't challenge me to be better. Can we end it right there? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> that was 39 minutes, so we recovered. I enjoyed